0: Welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers from irishtalkers.com Toastmasters would be Toastmasters listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers here on irishtalkers.com Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com and you can find us as always on Facebook as the Talk Show for Talkers and as we welcome your comments, your questions your feedback and indeed Your evaluations. You can also listen to previous shows from this season on our website, irishtalkers.com. We also publish the Public Speaking Weekly, which is a roundup of links from the internet about Toastmasters, about public speaking, confidence, leadership, etc. etc. Look for the newspaper link on our website. My name is Moira O'Brien, and I'm joined uh, this week by the prolific and persuasive Paul O'Mahony. Good afternoon, Paul.
1: Hello, listeners, and hello, Moira, and it's a pleasure to be with you.
0: On this week's show, we have our usual mix of a thought for the week, a word of the week, and uh, we don't have an interview this week, but uh, we'll have something, I hope, far more interesting. Uh, Plans are afoot, I'm told. In the third segment, Paul...
1: I'm going to talk about evaluating the world champion of public speakings, something that i have seen done this week
0: uh, that should be very interesting and in the fourth segment i will be continuing our look at pathways paths and i found that i had flipped a piece of paper and we'd skipped a couple of the m's which is very remiss of me so we're going back and we're looking at managing a difficult audience managing time and moderating a panel discussion. Now, I was deliberately missing out mentoring because I thought that was worthy of a full segment all on its own. So let's start off today with the thought for the week. So the quote this week comes from Ralph Nader. And it's this, your best teacher is your last mistake. Your best teacher is your last mistake. I think that that reflects very well in terms of what we do in Toastmasters, because whilst we don't don't talk about mistakes in Toastmasters, something which bugs me a little bit sometimes, but uh, we don't, and the, the philosophy of that is good, I do appreciate that, that we do talk about how if you did this this way it would be so much better rather than saying you did that wrong and you should do this. However. We do learn from our mistakes if we become aware of our mistakes and we become aware of how we can overcome that mistake or improve upon what we did, which I think is is very apt to Toastmasters. Paul, you were looking very reflective there.
1: Yes, well, uh, as you you rightly point out, uh, becoming aware of your mistakes, which Requires a degree of reflection is a good segue to a point I'd like to I'd like to make in relation to this. One of the greatest dangers that there is is having an intention, carrying something through, and then rationalizing the result, whatever it is, and saying, "Oh, that's what I really wanted to achieve in the very first place." Let me give you a little example where is. Uh, I was driving the day, we'll say. Imagine this mm-hmm. I'm driving my car and I drive through a red light. And I narrowly miss a collision
0: mm-hmm.
1: with a lorry that is coming down the hill and is an enormous weight. And I, but I get to the other side, I scrape through,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I say to myself, Phew. Uh, That was good. I got through. Actually, that was what I was really trying to do, to get through. And anyway, that lorry was coming down the hill much too quickly. And I carry on. No process of saying to myself, I've made a mistake. What I've actually done is say, well, actually, I've achieved my objective. So I can thereby proceed. I've learned absolutely nothing. I'm unlikely to be a better driver next time. So, according to Ralph Nader, the mistake has led to my improvement, but in that particular case, without reflecting on the outcome and joining up the intention with the outcome and seeing a difference between the two, no learning. So, I think you rightly point out the importance of being aware and that is critical. So I think Ralph Nader was either uh, talking unreflectively about the issue, or else he, was, he is simply wrong. <laughs> now, he was involved in the safety of motor cars in some way. And he was involved in champion championing Um, safety. I don't think he would have been as good a champion of safety if he had simply gone around saying that's okay that's a mistake you made with the brakes we learn from that. (laughs) Oh yes you've made another mistake I'm sure you'll learn from that one. So all I can say is and I think he did run for president of the United States at one time as a member of a third party or as a leader of it Um, He better pull his socks up because he has made a mistake.
0: Paul, you're so unkind on the poor man. The thing that we we can take out of this is really that if a a mistake is pointed out to us and explained why it is a mistake and explained how we can overcome that in the future, which is what evaluations are all about, then what he said is true. But yeah, I take it. But yeah, these these quotes, they're taken in isolation, aren't they? We don't know what went before that, and what came after that in his actual, in the speech in which uh, that occurred. Oh, so.
1: I believe in subjecting the quotation to ruthless examination, <laughs> we, Moira.
0: We have discovered no. this over, over the, the weeks, Paul. Okay, let's move on to the word of the week. And I believe you have chosen an interesting word this week.
1: Oh all my words are uh, interesting. I pick them uh, so as to be especially useful to everybody, and I have to say that everybody respects the words that I pick. Now, what is that? That is what I would call a smarmy remark, ingratiating, wheedling in a way that is regarded as insincere or excessive. What I have just said is definitely excessive. To say that everybody respects Paul's choices every week and Paul picks the most vibrant and valuable and uh, victorious words to be used by Toastmasters. If somebody was to say that about me, as they could well do in Uh, In a a roast. Indeed, sir. Uh, I would say that being smarmy is one of the key uh, abilities, key skills to use when you are doing a roast on a person. You give uh, uh, insincere and excessive praise to a person. Now, another definition of smarmy is to be extremely polite or helpful are showing a lot of respect in a way that's annoying and doesn't seem sincere. So I have got a few uh, juicy quotations here, which uh, will, uh, let's see, Moira, what do you think about this quotation? You, Moira Mm O'Brien, and the smarmy pundits in your pocket those who bathe in the moisture of your soiled and blood-soaked underwear <laughs> can take that noise and shove it. <laughs> <laughs> there is you and the smarmy pundits in your pockets. Now, the character, that character, we could name that character, but let's imagine an A and other, that character, A another other, is self-centered, smarmy, quick-tempered, and overbearingly insincere. So there we are. i give you one last quotation for this word smarmy. What I like about smarmy is that it has a kind of, it's the ah in it, smarmy. It does kind of convey if, to me at least, unctuousness.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: and I like uh, I like mm-hmm. smarmy from that point of view. Here is a quotation from Hansard, which is the official record of the uh, Parliament of the UK and Northern Ireland. To give it its proper title, I feel also quite certain that no good, whatever, is done by appeasement or by being smarmy or by not saying exactly what we think about it. Now that's a fairly useful sentence that I could remember, I would say, because I am inclined to go for the jugular. And I can say exactly what I think about it. So I could imagine in a table topics at Toastmasters saying, I'm quite certain that no good would come by me appeasing the holders of this point of view.
0: OK, that's pretty good, I think.
1: Ah, no, I lost the run of myself there, Moira. Did you? Yes, I was giving an example. Uh, I made a mistake. So let me give the <laughs> sentence again. Uh, on a table topics question, I feel quite certain that no good will be done by me appeasing or being smarmy, or by not saying what I think about this question
0: okay, as a yeah, start that's, off. That's, that's, a, that's a better. That,
1: that yeah. could, that could yeah. be a useful. So smarmy, yeah. rather than saying to the person when you're doing an evaluation, you're a real smarmy chancer. That was <laughs> quite a ridiculous speech you gave there. Now, let me evaluate it for you
0: okay let's that might be fun let's close on that note and uh, we'll move on to the next segment but in the meantime of course we'll introduce some music and today paul is in the the driving seat and he has chosen for the first track ferry across the mersey